Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first scuffed episode of uh, the Guiding Keys podcast, hosted by the Keyblade Forge. I am Master Latrix. I am down ten sixteen. I'm Finn. Irvins, <laughs> I am Iron Clark. I told you this was going to be scuffed. Yep, this is our we're, first. We're working out. We're working out the bumps. Yep, we're working we it this. out. And we're what better way? What better way to have our inaugural episode than to uh, talk about something simple, uh, something nice, uh, the true identity of the Master of Masters, like you know any good podcast should start with. Yeah, very, very simple theory. That real, has, like, real simple theory. We're just going to break down the future points. of the entire Lost Master arc. Yeah, and yeah, we, I, yeah. I, I do not know anything about this theory. I right. got dragged into it, but I'm interested <laughs> to hear what they got to say. We get a, yeah. we get a fresh perspective. Yeah, so, this theory uh, was basically born from uh, uh, myself, Latrix, and Dallin, uh just talking on. Uh, discord one night and we read a single wikipedia line uh because we wanted to answer a question and that led down a rabbit hole the very big rabbit hole (laughs) as it typically does yeah so uh we're gonna kind of break this down um and we'll see i guess how uh finn reacts to our theory Mm -hmm. as we present it and if he doesn't react appropriately we will ban him (laughs) <laughs> yes, not only from the podcast, but from the server. Yep. Hey, oh, let's talk this out. <laughs> I think one thing to note uh, before we get into the talking points is that the question that started this was, what's in the box? <laughs> right. Oh, What so, was in the box? Yeah, I that's a whole biggest, other theory. <laughs> the biggest question on every Cage fan's mind right now. Yeah, unless start, you're just big-brained. I guess I'll start by just going ahead and ripping that Band-Aid off. I'm going to answer what's right. in the box right now. It's the <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> it's the Master of Masters heart. And mm-hmm. over the next 45 minutes to an hour, we're going to explain why. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Odd place to keep such a nifty knickknack, but hey, Davy Jones did the same thing. True. I, I mean, he that's, could that's see in the future. Point. He saw it and went, you know what? He's got a good idea. Mm-hmm. Calamari's got a plan. Let's go. He's <laughs> like, everybody's doing it nowadays. So, um, Dallin, would you would you like to start? Um, Sure. So, basically, the first talking point we have is that the Master of Masters, as we know it or as we can tell from um union cross is that he has lived multiple life lifetimes um yes Uh, as for exactly how many we don't exactly know but we know he's lived more than one as far as we can tell and so this is the um this was the revelation that initially led down our gigantic rabbit hole that led us to our theory yeah the specific line was after the world is destroyed repeatedly, the master crosses into a new world line, settling in Daybreak Town and composing the Book of Prophecies when the events were seen by his gazing eye. It was that key word, repeatedly, that sent the ball. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so we know he talks to Lushu. Um, and tells him how he lived through the Keyblade War, or a Keyblade War already. Um, in this specific conversation, he doesn't mention anything about, like, world lines or anything, but he's talking very vaguely. And and this led us to believe that the Keyblade War wars that the Master Masters have experienced is the very same that we ourselves experience as the player during Union Cross. And here's or- why. Because this is this is basically the, the crux of the entire theory here. We the player are the master of masters. Or a variation of himself. Uh, I think like a subclass. Yeah. So the theory is that 
the the master of masters is our player character from a previous timeline and every time he went through the uh the uh the keyblade war he reset because like the ending he was trying to find a way to stop true darkness and every single time it led to the same outcome the destruction of all of the worlds over and, and over and over again. Now, I, I, I just thought of something, if y'all don't mind me interrupting real quick. But if he went back in time to try and stop it, wouldn't he have also fallen for the same taboo that Sora did in Kingdom Hearts 3? We're getting oh, to that. Getting, getting ahead of us, that. are we, now? Um, hey, hey, I'm just using my that. head, bro. I'm just using hey, my yeah. head. Yep, you are on the same train that we were on. We, we are so getting to that. <laughs> So that's actually why his heart is in the box. I guess I'll go ahead and I'll just um, explain. So the Master of Masters has reset the world line over and over and over again to try to stop the true darkness from winning and destroying the world. And he, he, he seemingly knows that he's going to disappear because he keeps telling the foretellers and Lushu, I'm going to disappear one day. You're going to have to fight the war without me. I've given you everything you need. Blah, 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 blah. I'm going to disappear. Yeah. And he, says, and he says, I don't know when. I don't know, you know when it's going to happen. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. But it, it's, it's going to happen. Right. And the, the whole Master of Masters' whole attitude, he has like two completely different sides of himself. So he has a very serious, like, down-to-business attitude. And then he has like a complete jokester attitude and that yeah. can be explained by he's lived so many times he's seen the keyblade war so many times he's just desensitized to everything yeah which is also reason why he has decided that you can't stop true darkness by stopping the keyblade war he has moved past that he is willing to sacrifice thousands of children because he's seen it already multiple times he realized that that's not how you get victory Right, so what he wants to do instead is he wants to focus on the world that comes after. The world that comes after the Keyblade War, after the destruction. Which, as we know in Kingdom Hearts lore, is the world is rebuilt through the light in the hearts of children as multiple separate worlds. And the Master of Masters has seen that this future comes to be because he implanted his eye into the Gazing Eye Keyblade that he passed down to Lushu through his successors, so on and so forth. That would actually be taboo number two. Yeah, 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 he screwed mm -hmm. up twice. That's taboo number two of three, though. Right. Because taboo of number three. three is cheating death. Because his heart's in the box. This he's ties back to the heart. Mm -hmm. He knows he's going to vanish from reality, but he has a loophole. If I disappear, what happens if I leave a piece of myself behind, locked away where the world can't find me? So Remember, remember the rules of time travel in Kingdom Hearts. He has an anchor to come back to. Mm -hmm. that's, just, that's what y'all are saying. Correct. So if he turns himself into a nobody intentionally by separating his own heart from his body and locking it away in the black box, when he, now a nobody, is removed from reality for committing now three taboos, he still has a way back. That's why Lushu needed to keep the black box until after the Keyblade War, and specifically until after Sora disappears, because this is the ticket here. When Sora disappears, the Master has already seen what happens. So he knows that Sora is going to disappear, and he knows that Riku is going to go after him. That mm -hmm. opens a way back. And that, that's the important thing about his Keyblade. He has seen everything. There are some aspects that he has not seen, which, you know, allows uh, the trump card from uh, Luck Sword and such on for that. Right. But the majority of the items... That that he has seen that allows for him to circumvent and come back from unreality, uh, something that you know 
is is a spit in the face of whoever's controlling the Kingdom Hearts universe to come back using Riku to basically open the door. He's slipping in while Riku goes and picks up Sora. And he's got his heart to return back to, so he's got something to grab onto when he gets there. Along with the memories of Lushu and the Foretellers who have returned. You know, right, because somebody needs to remember you while you're there. Right. Mm-hmm. And a version and of is why the Foretellers are there. Yeah, at least five people. The four Foretellers we see and Lushu and possibly Ava. We don't know where the heck she is right now, but... Yeah, that's Order. a whole other theory. <laughs> I wonder if she got struck down somewhere along the line. It's possible. Uh, we and... won't find anything out about her until later on, though. Probably oh, in okay. Or... This brings us to our sub-theory about the Foretellers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is that the Foretellers are actually pieces of the Master himself. In, in... Sub-theory A. We got multiple yeah, sub-theories. In, in, in some way. Like my my idea was that he it's sort of like Xehanort, what Xehanort did, just putting a piece of his heart into the foretellers, mm-hmm. uh, rather than like them being like clones of himself or something. Yeah, yeah, which is possible, possible. But be uh, and the reason why he needed to do this is, uh, we believe that in the original timelines. There was no Master of Masters. There was no Foretellers because he had not created those. When he uh, uh, appeared in the current timeline, the timeline that we get to experience as the player, uh, all the way up through Sora, all the way up to to Kingdom Hearts 4 eventually, uh, whenever that decides to come out. Um, uh, So when when the Master of Masters entered our uh, this current universe, this current timeline. He entered in at a point earlier in time so that way he could create the uh, the Book of Prophecy, so that way he could create the Foretellers, because he foresaw he needed the Foretellers in order to trap the darkness, to beat the darkness. He needed he to create seen, proper vessels. He has seen so many outcomes, so many times that the war has been lost, so many times the world has been destroyed. That he knows exactly the sequence of events that need to take place in order for him to achieve his goal. Mm-hmm. At, at taking from uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, and you know, it's it's the one possibility out of a billion, and he's seen them all. Right. Uh, so that is why he is like, okay, this is what I need to do. Uh, so which okay. yeah. Here, here's now. Let, let, let's let's tie this back around because we still haven't actually explained how and why he's the player character from Union Cross. So I yes. think or yeah, yeah. Here's why we think that that's who he is. Because we already know that the player character from Union Cross has been reincarnated at least once. Because the yeah. player character from Union Cross is the player character from Missing Link, and we know that the player character from Missing Link is seemingly the blue coat that raises Xehanort on Destiny Island. Now, if mm-hmm. you follow the train of logic, you would understand the fact that telling Xehanort that he's the child of Destiny and that it's his job to eliminate the true darkness would lead down to the eventual path where Xehanort would obtain the Gazing Eye Keyblade, would start the new Keyblade War, which would lead to Sora having to use the power of waking to rewrite the world line, which would lead to Sora disappearing from reality, which would lead to Riku going after him. So the implication is that the master is the player character because he knows the exact sequence of events that have to take place, and he himself is the orchestrator of everything that happened in the Xehanort saga. Yes, and also, uh, we're also pointing out that we don't believe that the player character is secretly malicious at any point, uh, because the the whole child of destiny uh, prophecy has never been mentioned in, in Union Cross at any point. Which you would think that Alva would bring that up. So it's been planted at a later point in time for the uh, uh, for the player character who was who becomes the master of masters in a different timeline to implant 
that knowledge into Xehanort to continue this uh, to continue this particular line uh, in order for us to receive this ending for the Master Masters to return to his foretellers. And now, also um, to support the, the this is that in, in even in the current timeline, there's only one person who fights in the war and survives, and that is the player character. So who's so it's possible that the same happened in the previous timeline or in a previous timeline, and the master survived, and he's like, okay, I need to go back and fix this. Right. Hmm. And you know, there's multiple ways he could do it. He could be using Kingdom Hearts. He could be uh, uh, just using uh, his own willpower, like Sora did. There's multiple ways he can do it, and he could have done every perceivable way. So this is an interesting point, actually, is how he did it, because this is something that's never actually referenced in Union Cross, despite being heavily referenced in Birth by Sleep and Kingdom Hearts Three, and that's the Keyblade. Mm-hmm. Yes. So mm-hmm. you could assume then that the master in this previous timeline, the sole survivor of the Keyblade War, has been awarded by Kingdom Hearts the prize, basically, the Keyblade, and he uses it to activate Kingdom Hearts and reset the world line. Mm-hmm. It's his reset button. Brings mm. it. Back to the beginning, every time the outcome doesn't work his way. And each time he's getting further and further down the timeline, realizing this isn't how we beat darkness. So he's worked his way so far down that we're now to the point where, uh, you know, Xehanort's defeated for the final time. He's finally passed on. Sora has to pass on for committing the taboo. Uh... Now Riku has to go uh, and save him by jumping worlds through his dreams. So this is how far he has gotten every time he's reset. And this is currently... He's put everything together at this point in time. And uh, this also leads into, you know, several other theories, because, I mean, you know... uh, the only character we've seen to have been properly reincarnated has been the player as well. So mm-hmm. we know that the player got chosen to get reincarnated. We know so many things from just the player's perspective alone that allows us to assume that he would probably be the only other person who would rival the power of the Master Masters if he had several lifetimes doing so. And actually, I want to I want to um, tangent off of this because this was another part of their theory. And um, it, it ties back to a scene in Remind and a scene in Union Cross. So we know that when you use the power of waking to time hop. Based on the rules of time traveling kingdom hearts, you have to leave your body behind. We know this because when Ansem went back in time in Kingdom Hearts 1, to Destiny Islands, he's just the brown coat. He has no physical form. Same yeah. with when Sora uses time travel in Remind. He doesn't have a physical form. He's having to hop into the hearts of other people to keep himself in reality because he has no physical form by himself to the world. Now, m- the theory goes that when the Master is giving the black coat to Xehanort, he says, you know, you'll eventually outgrow it. You won't need it anymore. But me, I'm too much of a scaredy cat to ever take mine off. The theory is he can't. Just like we, how... Because uh, there's nothing Ansem. underneath the coat. Exactly. Correct. Just like how Ansem is just a brown coat. So he, is, he is an animated sheet. And then to the further, even further, both times we see this conversation from Remind and in... Uh, Dark Road, the master tells Xehanort his name. We don't hear that. Because if he's the player, it can be anything. Exactly. But the way that Xehanort reacts to the name, it seems like he recognizes it. Almost like it was the person who raised him. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Make a good point. It is, it, it is a blank slate for us, the the viewer, for us, the uh, the outside point, because the player, as we've been calling him this whole time, has no name that we can give that we can associate with him. Not like there's, Thor, no, there's no canon not, name. Yeah, yeah, there's no canon name. There's no it's canon not, name or yeah. face because the blue right. coat has no name or face. Which t- important to note, they took they in Dark Road in the final update. It originally had a default player character, but they removed that in an update. So just to further just to further go with like there is no canon appearance. Now there has been, you know, it, there has been scenes. Uh, uh, I believe. Uh, uh, oh, there is one very brief scene in in back cover where it yeah, shows back cover, the yeah. model of a default character, but but that's just a default character. Yeah. Remember, there's thousands of key kids out there, right? That mm-hmm. could be any key kid. And of course, a, a, an argument that we uh, that we can anticipate is that well, the player character can be a girl. Well, yeah, one timeline. Correct. Yeah, this is we we brought this argument amongst ourselves. It's like, why? Well, wouldn't the master masters be a girl? Well, this yeah, there's probably a timeline that there is. Uh, this is a different timeline, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, this particular timeline, there exists two players: player in Union Cross that we play as, and the master masters. This master masters just so happens to be a guy. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. He also just so happens to also not have a body, so you know, there's also that. <laughs> yes. So not only does he have no body, he is a no body. <laughs> and oh, have so... hang on. I have a I have a thing that I can Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Soundboard. Oh no. <laughs> Did that go through? I oh, didn't, didn't hear it. it. Hold it, hold I got it. Oh, there we go. There we go. (laughs) My voice not isn't connected. (laughs) Um, but but yes. So that that's our the 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 huge crux of our theory right there is that the master masters is the player from a different timeline, experienced time over and over again of trying to beat darkness. Every time he experiences it, he resets the timeline because he cannot beat darkness. It got to the point where he's now projected himself so far down the future so that way he could return to his foretellers that he set up as chess pieces, uh, as another allegory to Kingdom Hearts, uh, to use to take out the darkness. Uh, He has placed all the pieces on the board so far ahead of time that the the game that Ericus and Xehanort play was a part of his own game. So that way he could return back using his heart that's in the box and the foreteller's uh, memory as a medium. So that way he could return back, finally defeat the darkness. Dark so I, guess the only, I guess the only final question then is, how is he going to get back if he has no physical form? And, well, let's just say two candidates just entered Quadratum. Exactly. Oh, oh that's... That's kind of dark, I'm not going to lie. And if you remember very, very specifically, uh, uh, the Master Master's Tale, uh, I believe it was it Lushu, or was it Darkness? That he needs a body who cannot be possessed by darkness. There's one particular character in all of uh, Kingdom Hearts who has been possessed by darkness and shook it off after a while. He took some time. He can't be possessed anymore because he's beaten it. It's good old Riku. This was acknowledged in in Dream Drop Distance. And yeah. Re- yeah. Yeah. And reaffirms and uh, Unicross as the Master's plan. He's, he's gonna... going to grab Riku's body to get back to his heart. He's going to, you know, the whole plan, the, the whole plan of the Child of Destiny was false to begin with. Was to get Sora into Quadratum so Riku would go after him. Because, very very true, there was a child of destiny. That destiny was just fabricated. And it's not... 
what anybody thinks. Yes, Sora did beat the darkness at the end of the day, but that destiny was, that yeah. destiny was fabricated because, as we know, destiny is never left to chance. Roll credits. Boom. <laughs> There's the theory. That that is some big brain plays right there. Imagine that's what that is. Because, like, uh, I was thinking about it while y'all talking about it, but, like, the voice actor for the Master of Masters, he apparently does know what the Master's name is. Uh, yeah, so, when yeah, um, or, well, no, so it was, um, it was Benjamin Diskin that said this, so Young Zaynord's voice actor. Oh, yeah, that's that right. In, in HMK's podcast, that um, there what was it? a name in the script. He did not say what it was. We don't know if it actually was the name, but there was a name or, in the script. Pretty sure it was Bob. I feel like it was Bob. <laughs> Bob sounds right. What uh, if his name was Derek? So, but but that, in a nutshell, is our theory. So now I want to turn it to you, Finn, who was not one of the ones who crafted this theory, to ask us any questions you might have. Uh, well, I got to... Uh, let me let me uh, see the uh, the little cheat sheet that y'all put in the podcast chat. So and, the way the so what I was trying to get at earlier when I said about the taboo is like um, I don't know if it really makes much sense, but something that is said in the Cage Four trailer about jumping to another world, but it not being the one you came from, makes me wonder how many worlds he's done this to before he got to Quadratum. Or even to the Kingdom Hearts world. So, I I think the implication is just that um, you've been removed from your your one reality that you came from. So you can go to any uh -huh. other reality, but you can never return to the one that you've been banished from. Which is why uh, uh, the theory of uh, Sora being able to go to Star Wars now in the uh, in unreality is because that's in that particular reality. That's why we had all these hyper-realistic designs. But we still have the cartoony-ish uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts shader uh, in, at, where we see Donald and Goofy in, uh, in the underworld in that very same trailer. Right. The idea is that you can go to any other world if you you know if you don't like this place, you can leave this world for another. But you can never return to the world you came from because he's been banished from it. He committed yeah. a taboo against reality. Right. He's literally been removed from existence from yeah. that world. I, and I think it's important to note that um, it was specifically multiple taboos because even looking at Kingdom Hearts three with Sora, he 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 went back in time and and saved the guardians from being killed first and there was nothing no no issues there it was only after he went back and then saved Kyrie again he committed yeah, because, multiple times yeah yeah, yeah because specifically if you abuse the tech power of awakening you keep using it over and over again you'll be removed from reality right. yes and I believe Chirithi says something similar is that you know you know don't keep doing this it's not what it's for mm. uh it's for waking people up who have been lost, not for saving people who have been lost. Uh, it, it also explains why the master is just like gone, gone, and nobody knows where the hell he is, is because he's in unreality. He's in quadratum, and the taboos that he committed is is what um, brought him there, and he planned it so that he would go there at that very specific time. Yeah, I mean, exactly. He's reset the entire world so many times. How many lives has he resurrected over and over and over <laughs> yeah. again? And it, and honestly, we might learn that he is probably the reason why that law was created. That law of, of reality is because he abused it so much that the, that the number of how many times you could abuse it went down significantly. That's true, because we actually don't know what happened to those other world lines. Mm -hmm. They, for all we know, there could be destroyed universes of like that resemble the Kingdom Hearts world that we, you know, know from Kingdom Hearts one through three, that are just completely alien-looking, barren, destroyed, the left-behind corpses of these worlds that the Master of Master fought. <laughs> so all those uh, AU right there, uh, 
<laughs> there's your world out there. You know, you can have so many mm -hmm. just right there. <laughs> and uh, we, we did right, have wait. a few. Oh, wait, go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm looking at we the, did have a few like maybes that we wrote down that we weren't like a hundred percent sure on, but we were like, this is a, a possibility. Yeah, um, additional theories that spawned from this one uh, of its own. Right, yeah. but these are these are a little bit different because it's like it, they kind of fit in with our theory, but not fully. So we're not like making them a part of the theory. It's yeah, just like, it's like I, I, it, it, it may be worth it mentioning a little bit toward the end. Um, so I was bringing it up. Yeah, we've got time. Go ahead. Okay. Well, the the one that I kind of came up with was the foretellers in Lushu are or could possibly be the um the union leaders that we know in Union Cross. The uh, I made I made like a little list. Yeah, the dandelion leaning union leaders. Let me I made a little list. Let me pull them up because I right. said like this is who can be this and that. Let me the idea, if, if the idea was basically that the Master of Masters tried to recreate his deceased friends as the foretellers, using his memories right. of them. Right. And of and, course, you know, yeah, you keep popping world lines, you know, your memories get a little fuzzy over time. And so the, so, the list that I came up with was uh, Ira could be Ephemer, Ased could be Lorium, Gula could be Ven, Envy, Scold, Ava, Strelitzia, and Lushu is brain. Which could explain why at the end of Union Cross, Lushu takes off his hood and it looks like brain. It's true. Yeah. That's true. That's a good point. And, and also the, that the Vin idea... is not a part of that. Or no, no, no. You said Vin was Gula. Never mind. Yeah. Ignore me. And so, so the idea as well is uh, the reason why they have their names as they are. We know that their names are references to the seven deadly sins. This ties back into, as I was saying, if the Master's recreating the memories of his deceased friends from a previous world line, he's having to take pieces of himself and basically partition them to create other people. So if he's taking aspects of his own personality, you know, you could say he's taking pieces of his own humanity, his own sins. I mean, to recreate these people. Because we Isn't do that... know that he gave them their name. That is specifically said. Right. Isn't that part of the plot of Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> Which technically Square Enix published, so Yeah, they own it. <laughs> true, yeah. They own it. A, a next uh, next all, all <laughs> Edward FMA... Elric is coming to the next Kingdom Hearts game. FMA World and Kingdom Hearts 4. Let's oh, go. <laughs> that's what that's what Nomura meant when he said the direction of the series going forward. We're doing anime worlds now. <laughs> But but so that goes to there's a lot of speculation going about brain recently, and I feel I feel like there's a lot of people that I've been seeing saying that maybe Lushu passed his role on to brain, which I don't I'm not a big fan of that theory. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm not a big fan of it as I know it. But this kind of explains that because originally I thought, oh, Lushu took brain's body, sent the rest of his essence into the future into Scala, where we see him at the end of Union Cross, but which was predicted. Yeah. For the whole the whole time, actually, Lushu is just brain. He's that's why he looks the same. Yeah, he's a recreation of a previous brain and from the master's memory. Yeah, and, and you know, also going into I believe uh, Mel's theory, uh, the uh, the secret reports YouTube of there being two brains. Yeah, there probably was a billion brains, but uh, so far only Lushu and. Uh, uh, Brain exists. Yeah. And so. and so, okay. The other theory we had, and this one's a bit less concrete. It doesn't really fit in with our timeline, but it it was it, it was something we we I, I feel like it's at least worth mentioning. Right. Yazora. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The other big Yazora. question in the series right now. Yeah, which we know even less about than the Master Master. Oh, yeah, either. honestly. Yeah. Bootleg so, Noctis. So, <laughs> it's possible that Yazora is also a version of the Master, whether it be from another world line that was destroyed, or the... The current player. 
the player the current player. Player. Uh, the, the next reincarnation of the current yeah. player. Because we what we had theorized was that uh, we know that using Tierthy, the player got one reincarnation, at the very least. Uh, and then Stratlitzia's line in the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer that this is a calling Quadratum an, a, uh, an afterlife. Or an afterworld. After after I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is, you're it is interesting wording. Yes. Uh, but basically theorizing that the player at the end of his life as Blue Coats got a reincarnation again, like everyone else would, into, uh, uh, into Quadratum, uh, becoming Yazor, the player of that world. Uh, uh, directly probably directly opposed to uh master xehanort because you know or not master i'm sorry uh master master, masters because Uh, if if he's another version of himself he wants to save sora from the fate that the other him wants for sora or alternatively because once again we know nothing of your sora really he could be working for the master of masters uh, uh, with the promise going, of bringing back that girl from yeah. uh, the final world, the, the nameless star or yeah. Stella yeah. or whatever, whatever so many names yeah. been giving out, but the nameless star is what we uh, officially have, quote unquote. Um, uh, and you know, in order to do it, you must save Sora, save Sora for Riku to come, mm-hmm. and the Master Masters to jump ship. It's once again. Because, like I said, it's it, we don't have a lot of concrete. We're talking about yeah. this theory on quicksand. It, it's um, important to know that he is, quote unquote, working for some. He's on somebody's orders because he specifically says, "I was told to save Sora." Yeah, he's also called Commander. Yeah, he could right. be part of a militia. He could be contracted. He, you know, there's we don't know. And once again. He probably has nothing to do with the Master Master. Yeah. It could be a completely separate line. Right. That's why I want to end this at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my big concern with the theory of that is that the big question right now for me with Yazor is why does he look like a carbon copy of Riku in Kingdom Hearts 3 almost? Outfit yes. and all. Well, if the Master wants to use Riku's body to get back into reality, um, it, could be, it, could be a, it could be a Sora Venita situation. Oh, shit. That's a yeah. good point. So the master oh. taking Riku's body. Just, uh, mm. yeah, yeah. It it, it influenced mm. what Yazor's body looked like. Because recall, Yazor says he doesn't like this normally. That's and, true. And, and he has heterochromia. One of his eyes is blue, one is red. The master, we, yeah. Mike, he took it out and put it in his keyblade. Right, and we know the master's one eye that he took out was blue. Right. Granted, a lot of uh, a lot of characters in Kingdom Hearts, and when I say a lot, I mean ninety nine percent of them have blue eyes. The other ones have yellow, so you know it's <laughs> but um, there's not vari- yeah. much variety there. No, no, much much to fans' chagrin at a uh, 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 the birth by Sl- the Wayfinder trio. Everyone is Sora. Everyone else is Xehanort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't you know? There's only two characters in Kingdom Hearts. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. So yeah, then that's why the Master Master is a sword, right? And, and no, we're not. A player. <laughs> no, we're not doing that theory. Of course, there's also uh, the actual the actual identity of the Master of Masters is Kyrie's grandmother. Exactly. Yeah, there we go. Oh no, it was uh, Kyrie's grandmother. No, there's a theory. <laughs> and of course, uh, to our whole thing of the reincarnated uh, the Azor as the player, uh, there has been theories of. Uh, Sora being the reincarnated uh, player, which has ground, but I, I, we also the think theory that, that I've yeah. seen is that um, Sora is the reincarnation of Ephemer. That as well. Uh, and mm-hmm. as far as we know, at least everybody with a Chirithi gets at least one. We don't know how, you know, we don't know how reincarnation truly works in the, uh, uh, the Kingdom Hearts franchise, mm-hmm. because uh, oh. so far we know the player was able to retain his memories and that screwed everybody or, in the or game Or at least up. was able to regain his memories. I'm, that is I'm, what, of, as well. yeah. I'm of the opinion that Sora isn't connected to anybody from the Union Cross or Missing Link Days. And that, because, because he that's, wasn't chosen by the Keyblade. That's, yeah, exactly, that's, that's yeah. Yeah. Well. The whole thing with Sora is that he's that's supposed to be an ordinary boy. Yeah. 
He's only yeah, qu- the, he's, quoted by Zayanort. Yeah. Yeah. He is only the quote unquote child of destiny because of Riku. Because he uh, because of the Master Masters looking at this line. Well, yeah, I mean, remember, everything. and again, yeah. the whole child of destiny thing was a farce to begin with. Exactly. Yeah. If you go by special. our theory. He's not special. He is a pawn in the Master Masters game. It's all it's, a chess game. It's yeah. all mm-hmm. a giant chess game, and Sora's just one piece in that game. And that's why we have Love Sword giving uh giving Sora the trump card. And 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 and, and okay. It, if we're if we're going by chess rules, and I just want to say this, you can sacrifice a pawn to become the king, to become a stronger piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, if Sora's um, the sacrifice for the master to get back, there's the pawn being traded for the king. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, and promotion, correct? Kingdom yeah. Hearts three literally revolved around a chess game, and it started with another chess game. That involved the the foretellers and the master, and the, tra- and the trailer showed the chessboard for Kingdom Hearts Four. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. And it would which wait which piece was it? Was it Sora's piece? I can't even remember off the top of my head. But if you if you sacrifice the pawn, you can get a stronger piece. Yeah, through promotion. So you 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 sacrifice Sora. It's a trade off. A lost piece yeah. in exchange for another piece being sacrificed. Sora is sacrificed. And we can recover a lost piece, the master yeah. of masters. But at mm-hmm. the same time, uh, and this is a whole other theory, is that um, uh, Luxort, the other game player, uh, yeah. who prefers cards to chess, gives Sora the trump cards, uh, card. which is the yeah yeah the wild card. I'm sorry, yeah, I thought it was uh, I thought he said called it a trump card. No, it's no, a wild, wild card. Wild card. Okay, maybe I've got. A uh, terrible name in my head. Then for it's it's the full keyblade, <laughs> and it's Sora's actually Tokeshi, and this exactly, is exactly yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, but no, uh, uh, the uh, the reason being is because that is something that the Master Masters did not see. The gazing eye was at no point looking. No, at nobody moment. there in that fight has a keyblade with the gazing eye in it. Right. And yeah. so that that is something that is truly yeah allows Sword to change the game, and that is something that we will see in Kingdom Hearts Four, I believe, because uh, at the very least we know that the gazing eye is not in Quadratum. Uh, Say for of course Yazora's eye, if that theory holds any water, but the gazing eye is not in unreality. So, which would also that... lead into the theory of Luxor co- coming from Quadratum. He came from Quadratum to help Sword. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, was... maybe the master is here doing something that whoever Yazora works for doesn't like. Right. And, and, and they oh, sent or... Luke yeah. Sword to what is their unreality, which is art, which is the Kingdom Hearts reality, to scout it out or figure crap out right and given um the fact that we know that no if we take the fact rather the theory that uh the master masters is himself a nobody right so he travels uh uh to unreality as a nobody with no physical form with no physical so what quite possible is because in unreality, the Keyblade doesn't exist. Using Strelitzia, who is the only other Keyblader we know in unreality, to mm-hmm. create, uh, uh, create our missing pieces here uh, to create Lux Swords uh, from his original body to possibly create Dimmicks from his yeah, original so, body. So, so that's actually a really good point that you just brought up with Strelitzia, and that is how the hell does she get there? Dude, that's a, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I mean, yeah. we, uh, she, she died in Union Cross. We saw her die. Ventus yeah, killed we her. Actually, well, we no, 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 I, I, no, yeah, yeah, we talked about this. I, mean, I saw this. this. I saw this. So I, I rewatched that cutscene. As she is walking out the door, she is literally going transparent. Yeah. We see okay. that. So her heart is leaving her body. And 
like all hearts returning to Kingdom Hearts. That's the thing, right? So that's what everybody assumes. But my, if there were something else going on, I would assume that the Master of Masters or one of the foretellers stepped in and prevented her death by removing her from this world and putting her in another. That being said, that was eons ago. What's well, the time correlation here? Like, how long is a day in Quadratum compared to a day in Kingdom Hearts? Well, time... Uh, well, even, even well, we can in, set the wrong in, theory on time yeah. on worlds. Even in Kingdom Hearts reality, it's pretty clear that that for the most part, the time in different worlds works differently. Yeah, differently. yeah, we yeah, could probably sit down and do a whole a whole episode yeah let us know if you want that um but um what could also be a thing is as uh, because that was let me get my words correctly i'm sorry um seeing strelitzia die the player was not there at any point no so on a mission yes yeah Uh, so Seemingly, how did how did we know. see it? Well, well, how, that could how be a it, piece. Like... That that could have been a piece of a timeline, right? Eh, maybe. That could it maybe, but you know, it, we do see Strelitzia. Well, what we can basically all assume is Strelitzia in the white coat, yes. with possibly Lushu, possibly a version of Master Masters, more likely Lushu. Uh, so Actually, it's quite on, possible. Now that I'm thinking, oh, there was a. There, there was a cutscene of, um, I believe it was Lushu, uh, going in to the room with the Ark. Mm-hmm. This is after, I, be- or I believe after Lorium fights Maleficent in there. And he puts, he has a, a person in a white cloak and puts it in the Ark. So I believe that is mm-hmm. really, that is the, tr- the true dandelion, I believe he calls it. Yes, that, 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 that line. That so did he send her probably to him setting her sending her to Quadratum? If but I remember. how does the Ark do that? Yeah, how does it Good send question. someone <laughs> to another reality entirely? Well, well, entirely? also, uh, who built the Ark? That's true. The best yeah, answer we probably would have would be the Master of Masters. He's the one who yeah. really knows how it probably works. And this yeah. is just running off assumptions. We've never heard of anybody. <laughs> Yeah, we've heard it being retold of how it works by, I believe, Brain. It could uh, have been an experiment that the Master created to try to, you know, one of his cheating death experiments. Right. And realize that it could still be used in very much in ways that he required it. And prob- probably sabotaged the machine so that way, you know, if he probably were able to set the machine up to initially send people to uh, unreality. Once he did that, he's once he sent uh, a reborn Stelitzia by any means that they managed to do that, uh, be it changing the timeline a little bit, be it putting her in a, a precursor to replica body. There's, there's, we don't know yet. Uh, put her in the Ark, send her to Quadratum, sabotage it so that way it can only send things within that reality, within the Kingdom Hearts reality. So that way, no one would accidentally send themselves to Quadratum until the time was right, because so, it wouldn't work if there's a whole bunch of Keybladers out there uh, in Quadratum. Because, yeah. So what you're saying here is that the original intentions for the Ark were was to send it to another reality, but the Master of Masters messed with it so that it only sends you to a direct uh, a random point in time. We we don't know. That, yeah, that, yeah, this is yeah, this is even further. Like, like, these are all theories. Yeah, I'm aware of that. Possibility, yeah. yeah, that we, the original, we don't know anything, yeah. and we probably won't know anything for a couple yeah. of games, depending on what Kingdom Hearts Four is going to be centered on. Yeah, right. but yeah, um, yeah, the Ark could have been a creation uh, that was simply used to travel through timelines. Because once again, we don't know what happens before uh, the Keyblade War. Like we really only. The, the only we indication we get yeah. is what the Master of Masters says, is which, which he says, oh, back when I was a kid, I fought in the Keyblade War. Yeah. And that's basically all he says about it. Or he says it was a, a war between light and darkness. <laughs> that's all he says about it. Yeah. A Keyblade back War. In that day. Yeah. yeah. And that, anyway. of course, is the, uh, it leads us to 
back onto our loop of things because he saw the world destroyed over and over again. And we've well, gone full circle. <laughs> yeah, so that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, before it gets too long. So yeah. be sure to check out uh, the Keyblade 4 Discords, uh, uh, where we all share our Keyblades, Keyblade Creations, Kingdom Hearts Creations, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to uh, follow, uh, follow the main Keyblade Discord, or the main Keyblade Twitter on Twitter. I believe it's at Keyblade Forge, correct? Yep. Yes, it is. And if, at least for the YouTube version, we can post all our links in the description. I don't know how other sites work for that kind of thing, but... <laughs> but do uh, do subscribe to us for future idioticness, uh, because we will come up with the most random stuff. Uh, uh, meanwhile, we will return back to uh, Tears of the Kingdom and uh, for <laughs> of our lives there. Yes, and if we're going that... to Hyrule, and we're yes, not coming back if... until we save the day. Goodbye. Yes, <laughs> and if you think that this this entire recording seemed rather um, off the cuff and um, unscripted, that that that's the entire server. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, we're we're all unscripted. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fun part. <laughs> that but, is the uh, fun part. We we just wanted to give our you know our thoughts and our our opinions and our ideas and uh, let that, us know what you want to hear next. Yes, so uh, yeah. we, we 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 can definitely talk about the uh, the 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 function of time and how it affects different worlds. I think that yeah. would be a good uh, a good discussion topic for next time. Or even pointer whole, whole okay. timeline breakdown of the series because I feel like a lot of people don't realize like time flow a lot of people think kh3 takes place a long time after kh2 it does not literally yeah, months, like, a, like yeah, not yeah. literally months later not <laughs> even that not yeah. even yeah. half a year at most yeah like <laughs> yeah, half a year at most <laughs> but we'll talk about that yeah. in a future episode well thank you for listening to our ramblings for the the last about 45 minutes uh this has been the keyblade forge guiding keys and may your heart be your guiding key goodbye <laughs> bye bye take care <laughs>